0: Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose Coach and Spiritual Activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Well, we all want to be happy, that seems obvious. But how to really feel that genuine joy can seem much more unclear. It sure can feel like we're at the mercy of the world and events and material circumstances, other people, our bodies. The list of variables seems to make happiness a matter of the stars aligning in some perfect way, which seems impossible or unlikely, or at the very least, fleeting. I was struggling with this question and a good friend of mine who is a seeker and spreader of joy mentioned a quote attributed to Abraham Lincoln. Most folks are as happy as they make up their minds to be. That, of course, reminds me that our happiness has a lot more to do with our thinking than it has to do with those other variables out there. Of course, there are times where we're in the middle of really tragic and challenging situations where happiness is kind of put on hold as we seek simply to survive, to get through. But even in dire circumstances, there are those individuals who have proved that they can be as happy as they make up their minds to be. They can see their situations as imperfect, but they can still find happiness that isn't reliant on human circumstances changing but on one's mind being open to goodness. Humor really can be found in dark times, giving those times some light. And goodness is seen in times that are difficult and then are even more significant. Poet Rainer Maria Rilke, one of my favorites, says it this way. Right in the difficult, we must have our joys, our happiness, our dreams. There against the depths of, the background, they stand out. There for the first time, we see how beautiful they are. And Jesus said in John 16, verse 22, your joy, no man taketh from you. No one can take our joy from us unless we let them. Our joy is ours. We can let someone rob us of our joy, or we can refuse to give it away to give that individual or that circumstance the power to take away what rightfully belongs to us. We wouldn't let someone come in and just take our possessions, Possessions, so we should surely not let another person take away what is ours naturally and rightfully, the joy that is in us to feel and experience and express. It might take some discipline and inspiration, but we can do our best to choose happiness when we can, to choose it over a sense that despair is more reasonable and rational or necessary. Mary Baker Eddy says in her book, Christian Healing, if you wish to be happy, argue with yourself on the side of happiness. Take the side you wish to carry and be careful not to talk on both sides or to argue stronger for sorrow than for joy. You are the attorney for the case, and you will win or lose according to your plea. That's really, really insightful. Your happiness is worth fighting for, and we really have to be careful not to take sides against ourselves and argue for sorrow. It can seem very alluring to get into the misery business, to find some weird satisfaction in wallowing in pity or even trying to one-up others on the number and measure of our complaints. But we can be awake to this. It's robbery. Happiness is closer than we think, and it is more natural to us than misery and gloom. And it really isn't reliant on the stars aligning, as I said, and every human detail that we envision for ourselves coming together. That is really not a recipe for joy. I mean, we certainly know individuals who seem to have it all, and yet they're very unhappy. We may think they're just ungrateful and what's wrong with them, but we shouldn't judge in that way. The joy is not in what seems to be some perfect human arrangement of stuff and circumstances. It's something we can and must find within us as we consciously seek and stand up for it, I think. As much as we can, and for me anyway, by turning away from the circumstances and the judgment of life and of myself, and turning toward God to show me how to claim that happiness and to be a better light for others by doing that. That's the way. We can take inspiration from those individuals that we may see and that we may feel ready to pity for not having enough in stuff or in all the human trappings of success, and they seem thoroughly happy. They laugh easily, love fully, and they're grateful in giving. They choose happiness. And we can do it too. We can be inspired by them to do it too. Every day might not be a perfect day. But if we can argue for happiness, we'll have more happy moments, more happy days, see more beauty, and feel more like ourselves. And happy people are helpful people and laughter is contagious. I'm thinking let's start an epidemic of uplift. What do you think? I'm still working on this myself, but I wanted to share some of these ideas that I'm working with, and if you have any questions or comments or want to talk more, please feel free to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. I hope it's a happy one, and we'll see you next week.